Ready. Set. Gamecast. Welcome to Ready, Set, Gamecast, a bi-weekly podcast about video games and Magic the Gathering. I'm Bryce, and I'm joined by the blue-black planeswalker, Darian. No, I'm, I'm not one of those. Do you know what it is? No, I but I hate magic. Mm. And still trying to use a blue-eyes white dragon, it's Teddy Chineris. Is that... I mean, that's Yu-Gi-Oh, right? That is Yu-Gi-Oh. That's what I'm saying, is that it's not Yu-Gi-Oh. the right game. way cooler. <laughs> Y'all remember the Yu-Gi-Oh? What a great show. I, I love the concept of trap cards. That just seems cool. <laughs> but I remember trying to play it. I mentioned this to somebody yesterday. I remember trying to play Yu-Gi-Oh when I was super young and like not knowing how it worked at all. And just playing it completely wrong. Like, I had cards and whatnot, but all I did was... I was in, like, first grade, maybe younger, and I was like, My attack's higher than your defense! I win! This is my card now! <laughs> That's not true. I didn't steal their card, but... <laughs> <laughs> That's I wish how I did. That That's been, how Teddy started his card piracy Empire. business. Yeah. Wow. And I just convinced everybody that's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, this is how the game's played. Like, you lost your card... It is mine now. <laughs> and also, you have to go to the Shadow Realm. <laughs> As in the anime. There was a lot of talk Dude, about the Shadow Realm. There we was. played a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh! on the playground, and there was a kid that had counterfeit cards. Because he Damn. couldn't legitimately find a blue-eyes white dragon, so he had a bunch of counterfeit ones. Did he, like, print them on his own printer and, like, cut them out? <laughs> like, no, is... they were, like, legit-looking counterfeits. How? I feel like I that's tore them work. up right in front of him, though. Wow. I was like, this Whoa. is so shit. I was also, like, the only girl on my playground that played it. So, like, they tried to be mean to me. They were like, oh, you're a girl. You don't know anything about Yu-Gi-Oh, blah, blah, blah. Like, Kids bitch, fuck stupid. you. I can spot a counterfeit card. Like, this guy who pretends he knows everything has fake blue-eyes white dragon cards. Like, fuck you guys. I'm, like, cooler <laughs> than you. And now Darian's got uh, counterfeit amiibos. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I don't have a single amiibo, and it's really sad. I've got too many amiibos. I would like one. I've rearranged stuff, and now I've got a shelf on my wall that I could do it, but... The problem is that I'm having trouble figuring out how to organize them because, like, there's like, oh, I'll put the Zelda characters together, and then like, but there's so many Smash characters that you, I can't just have a shelf of Smash characters because that would be like, well, like, I mean, one, you'd have to have an entire bookshelf. Yeah, that's basically how it'd be. It's but, literally like seventy. What? What's the roster in Ultimate? Like seventy something now? Yeah, but all of them aren't amiibos yet. They, sh- I, they're. I think they said though that anything in Smash that like any character w- at least will have an amiibo. Yeah, like, eventually. That That's okay. awesome. But not all of them do. I'm yeah. I'm excited for like. Oh, you get the Persona Joker amiibo. Yeah, that's gonna be cool. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, what what I'm most excited about when they announce new characters, they're like, oh, that's a dope character, and we're gonna get a dope figure of them. Like we're gonna yeah. get a dope uh, uh, Banjo Kazooie because he's he's in there now. Uh, hey, did you guys know they made a My Little Pony the Magic Magic the Gathering card? No. 
They did. I did because they gave them away at a raffle at the charity event that I was at last night. They had all three of them in a, a prize that you could win. Yeah, they they were they made them special and extra life. They sold them for fifty bucks. Extra life was getting thirty of that, but. If you read the like text on the cards, they're super broken and they're not meant to actually be played. You could not use these yeah, cards. I bet they're banned in tournament play. Yeah, they're they're, they're the, like, okay, show your ma- show your My Little Pony figurine, and based on what colors are available in its main, you're immune to damage from that those colors. <laughs> what in the world? No, that's, it's, that's the like legit <laughs> what the card says. Oh. Why would they make cool limited edition cards that you literally cannot fucking use? Because there's no way they're going to let that be played yeah. in a real game. It's they probably, I guess they probably did that on purpose, though, because, like, I feel like hardcore Magic the Gathering fans would not really be about, like, that really breaks the world. You know what I mean? Like, they developed a whole world for, like, Magic the Gathering and, like, and, and the aesthetic and whatnot, but, like... My Little Pony. Well, now. you know what I mean. Like well, that's kind of I mean, the, the whole point of Magic is that there's literally planes that you're like dimension hopping. Oh, really? So like their characters are called planes walkers. So it's like, oh, they hop to the My Little Pony plane. It's fine. Also, it's totally possible for people who are fans of Magic to also be fans of My Little Pony. Yeah, I was thinking that as well. They definitely were because the box that they because like each they had a bunch of games and card games and board games and like different things you could raffle to win and the box that had the My Little Pony cards had like thirty tickets in it. So like people really wanted that. I mean, it's (laughs) like to buy one fresh, it's fifty bucks, so it's worth some money. And then, obviously, the, due to the rareness, it's you could argue it's an investment. Um, but True. yeah, they were. Yeah. I was I was tempted, but I'm about to go to Galaxy Con, so I I can't throw fifty bucks at a some. You were cards. tempted to get My Little Pony Magic the Gathering. Yeah, cards. you First play of Magic. All, I didn't know you were into Magic the Gathering. Second yeah, of all, say. I didn't know you were into My Little Pony. Like that yeah, just seems are you like either of these? a good a... way to throw money away. <laughs> I have. I used to play Magic at a local tournament. I've lately been getting back into it, but I've been playing the online one. Yeah, um, the arena. Arena, or yeah. Um, and I keep, like, whenever we go to Walmart, I go through the aisle where they have, because they have a checkout counter next to the aisle where all the cards are. And I just kind of, like, look at Aaron and I'm like, we could get the starter set. And she's like, I don't want that. And I'm like, oh, come on. And then... And then, like, I told Aaron, like, hey, I could get the the, Ma- the My Little Pony Magic the Gathering cards, but if I do this, once I get one Magic the Gathering card, then I have to buy a binder to keep them in, and then once and I then have a binder just, for you're it... like, I have space. Yeah, so like... then I could just get more, and it's the floodgates yeah. open, and she's like, don't get these. Don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> now that you say that, don't, don't do it. Do that. <laughs> So that and I watched season one of My Little Pony. I haven't I haven't kept up with the show, but the, you know what this conversation has cool made me cards. do? What? Uh download Legends of Rune Terra, the oh, new gosh. Riot card game. Is that out? Uh you it's can still like pre register. Uh. Yeah. But 
I don't know. We literally before the podcast, I was looking at all the stories and whatnot, and you know, spoilers. This Hearthstone mentioned, and I was like, man, I wish Hearthstone wasn't so like you need to have all of the packs, and to do that, it's best to like buy all of them to play it because like I remember playing Hearthstone when it first came out, and I like really had a good time, you know. So, and I heard that. I heard. I remember when they announced this uh, the league card game. Apparently, I don't know how, but apparently they they are doing something to like. You don't have to like buy all of the packs. Like it's supposed to be good about that, from what I heard. So I don't know. Looking into it. Uh well, until you're able to play Legends of Runeterra, why don't we find out what you've been playing, Darian? Well, I have been playing League of Legends. Um, they're still doing the world's <laughs> event for the tokens and stuff. Uh, but more, I've been playing Dead by Daylight because they just did a big update that brought the archives to the game. And the archives is just an additional way to get more lore. Um, basically, what they did was they created a whole section of the game where there are tomes that you can unlock through doing special missions in the archives that are unlocked in just regular gameplay. And there are different challenges they'll give for survivors and killers, and you have to complete them to unlock different um, fragments of memories and and um, more story stuff. Uh, and it'll give you, like, blood points and stuff, um, which is really cool. But alongside that, um, by completing stuff in the archives... Um, and by doing well, you get a bunch of XP for the Rift, which is like their new Game Pass type thing where you're unlocking like different in-game stuff. You can unlock Oryx Cells, which is like their in-game uh, currency for like uh, per- for uh, – oh gosh, why can't I words? The uh, in-game purchases, microtransactions. Um or you can get Oryx cells doing these things. You can get Putrid Serum, which is specifically Gross. like their Halloween currency to unlock their Halloween skins for free. Um, and throughout the Rift, there are like free cosmetic upgrades that you can unlock just like literally just by playing the game, which is really cool. There's a free version and then there's a premium version, which is like the paid battle pass type thing. And it's been really cool. They, they've expanded a lot of, in... Um, in the story of Dead by Daylight and, and the characters and a, a character that a lot of people have been asking for more information on, um, hopefully, we're, we're theorizing, I guess, which is Vigo, who's mentioned in a lot of different items and stuff. And there's a, th- a theory among me and my friends that um, in the the archives, it's narrated by the Observer, um, which we're all theorizing is vigo um which would be really cool because like vigo mortensen from lord of the rings no (laughs) just vigo he doesn't have a last name uh vigo no last name (laughs) he's been there's been like diaries and stuff left in like the game files and like different items and perks and add-ons and stuff we'll sometimes have quotes from him or Things of that nature, and and it's it's a character that's kind of been shrouded in mystery since the beginning of the game, and so it'd be really cool if the Observer does turn out to be Vigo, because that means that he's actually more, 
he has a lot more to do with the entity than we think, because according to this, it says the observer has a unique power with which he can probe the entity's fog and find memories and stories that are stored in her memories, which we also learn the entity is apparently used uses her as a pronoun which is cool sexy Um, lady (laughs) before this (laughs) the entity has just been a nameless genderless just entity and now it's apparently a her but um all these memories are stored in the fog once a character is taken with the entity not making any use of it thus getting forgotten at the core of the archives is the oris a device capable of peering into the memories of those who've entered the fog through this device the player's access a series of challenges to help them piece together these memories and his overall role so i'm pretty excited for just like more of that because i'm a lore whore and <laughs> i love that by daylight <laughs> gotta, get a, gotta get a shirt that says that <laughs> that's really good <laughs> that's a real thing i bet uh i bet jesse cox has a shirt that says lore whore on it because that's like his thing oh no that's that great is. uh on an unrelated note, I just since we're talking about uh, characters' pronouns, I there is a well-founded rumor that the uh, Team Mystics uh, leader in Pokemon Go is non-binary, because in posts referring to the other team leaders, they have referred to them as he or she, whereas um, for Team Mystics leader Blanche, they. Uh, do not use any sort of uh, specific pronouns, he, she, they. There's literally, like, uh, for the team leader, or for the team red, they're like, let's make her proud. And when they're doing the same, like, a, a Twitter post about, like, each team leader, for uh, Blanche, they're like, let's make Blanche proud. So they never refer mm-hmm. to her as a she. Uh, in in English uh, versions, in uh, other translations, they referred to her as a her but that is might be a translation error. So it's It'd interesting. It'd be really cool if they had like a non-binary confirmed character because they do have a trans confirmed character. Who? Um, one of the battlers that you fight in the games like used to be a black belt but is now a beauty. And like that's a confirmed like oh, trans and, character. And the like f- Pokemon uh, mainline, mainline series. In the games. Yeah, so the of the Game Freak games, not yeah, okay, not Pokemon Go. Yeah, all right. No, I don't remember which one it is, but there's one of them where there's like a confirmed trans character. I'm guessing it's probably Let's Go because you know it's basically a remake of. It's not Let's Go. It's not Let's Go. It's either like Sun and Moon or Black and White or something like that. It's not the newest one. It's, Mm. It's been in there for a while. Oh. Uh, Tejneris, you you game, you gamer. Uh, every now and then, hmm. you know, what? not 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 a ton lately, but sometimes I did a. Um... When you when you put on your gamer pants, what what do you what do you do with them? Oh, man, I wish Pokemon I had X Y. Pokemon X. I think I have X. That's the first Pokemon that I got when I got my 3ds. That I was like, I'm gonna try and get into this because it was like the one that was out most recently. Um. What was so okay? So last night I played a game called GTFO, which is very it's in alpha, and I only played it because my friend Jared was like, Hey, you want to try this out? We got like three other people, and it's a four person thing. We should play tonight, and I was like, Okay, so I played a little bit. It's like 
I don't, I didn't super look into it before I played it, but just from playing it for like an hour, two hours or something, it is like, it's very kind of Left 4 Dead. It kind of made me, it made me reinstall Left 4 Dead too. Um, but I like, it's Left 4 Dead in a way where you're going through with four people, but like, it's a lot more like genuinely it is really good to be stealthy like you kind of have to it's very difficult to get it's just the alpha is just like one mission and you have to go through the whole thing and it's like really difficult to get through the whole thing and like you have sometimes one of the characters can equip a thing called like bio tracker where you can see where the enemies are then you can like plan it out it's it's really like tactical but it's kind of fun i feel like the full version of that would be neat um and then i also played a game that uh i think it was jared too somebody one of my friends sent me called crunker which is apparently a browser-based first-person shooter and it's just that's it's it's what it sounds like i think it's literally crunker.io or whatever and it's just like this cartoon like voxel based like you you log on then you click around and you you got it but you can also like download a client and it's like surprisingly fun (laughs) so i messed around with that for a little bit um and i can finally give you the the destiny player here can finally give you shadow keep uh impressions a month and a half later or whatever (laughs) like i i finally beat the campaign i sat down and beat the campaign um and i still haven't done the raid of course not i'm not even the soft cap of power at 900 i'm like 860 something um but i beat the campaign which is cool the story was really good it was short um but it was definitely it was definitely good for a destiny story it was not it was surprising and they are definitely doing the thing that they did in forsaken which uh which they started in forsaken everybody really likes that they are doing a like throughout the season they are like so like in forsaken there was the endgame zone called the dreaming city and that the dreaming city like after the first weekly reset people went in and found that it like changed and there was like new stuff in the dreaming city and then you would do a couple things and there's like a new cutscene. like there were there were like weekly cutscenes that like unfolded a story and like so people playing like got this story throughout months and months and it was awesome um but they're doing that even more so in this. So, so far, like, there's stuff going on in the world. Like, there's been new quests. They've been unlocking stuff. Like, the, the season approach to Destiny is awesome. And they're, like, behind Ikora in the tower, she's building, like, a Vex gate. Like, I don't know why, but, like, that's happening. There's, like, a bunch of cool stuff. And, um, I don't know. Other than that, I would say that the, uh, the battle pass that they added which is just kind of like a plus like it wasn't a big feature or anything they were just like also here's this if you have the season pass or the annual pass or whatever it's called then you also have uh the premium version of the battle pass but everybody else has like the free thing um it's like it is it's really cool in other games like fortnite or any other game that has it dead by daylight has it like it's any other game that has it it's it's neat but, like, this is so far my favorite impl- implementation of it. It works way better in Destiny than I would have ever thought. Like, I didn't think Destiny would need a battle pass. But, like, it's really good. Because, like, you... As you go through... Before, when you leveled up, like, with experience, you just got an engram from uh, Tess, which is just, like, cosmetic stuff. Um, every time you, like, re-leveled up, you would get that. But now, you actually just keep 
leveling and getting new stuff. So it's like, and that makes XP like actually really important. So like you can, you honestly should, if you're about to do strikes, you honestly really should go pick up the Vanguard strike bounties and try and knock out the bounties because that is really important in moving your battle pass along. Like it's an extra incentive to like make XP important. Like everything you do actually feels like it matters. It's really cool. And I'm really liking Shadowkeep so far. I wish I could play more. The um, the Halloween event's going on, too. That started on Tuesday, and it brought back the Haunted Forest, which I really love. I have no idea why, but I love the Haunted Forest event. Um, I played that last year, and that's actually what got me like back into Destiny, like, full force last year. Um, and that's why I was like, I gotta get back in. I actually finished the Shadowkeep campaign. campaign. I kind of finished Shadowkeep so that I could play <laughs> the Festival of the Lost stuff. So, um, I'm liking it. Wish I had more time to play. It's fun. What about you, Bryce? What are you uh, playing these days? I was it yesterday, Saturday. I don't know. Uh, I played a little bit of Heave Ho, which I talked about a little bit before when I played it single player. Uh, but I decided the game seems to be mostly like trying to be a multiplayer uh, game. This is a game about like platforming by you just like a head with two hands and you just like grabbing things and throwing yourself uh, places. And for the multiplayer, you then have the ability to like grab onto the- another player and try and like work together to throw yourself maybe further or do some like crazier stuff or maybe chuck them uh, where where you need to go. We got through the beginning area, which is pretty easy. Like I don't, I think you probably don't even need a second person. the The nice thing about the um, in the multiplayer, which uh, didn't seem to be in the single player, there is coins that you can uh, collect by carrying them to the finish line to the goal, which would require co- cooperation uh, with a uh, another player. Uh, so, like, one strategy would be that, like, instead of using the other person's hand as the gripping point, you both grip onto the coins and use that to, like, propel yourselves or to, to like, you know, work together as you move along. Uh, so we managed to do that, but, God, there was there was one area that we just kept failing at. We got really frustrated. The nice thing about it is that, A... If you if you die enough, if you take too long, they will give you help. Eventually, we got stuck on it so long that because there was a bunch of like little blocks in the air that you had to kind of like try and get yourself to, and we get about halfway to them, but we just couldn't like make that final jump to the farther distance ones. And it, we must have been there for like half an hour. And then eventually they're just like, here's a rope that just leads from each block to each block. And you could just climb along the rope and it was super easy. But another thing for playing multiplayer is that if one player can get to the goal, a little um, pulley uh, pops out of the bottom of the goal. And you can pull that, which will... Uh, give you a little balloon that the other players can jump onto and just like get to the goal also uh mm-hmm. so it's it's helpful uh it's it's a nice challenge and uh we only played two player it, it'd be curious to see what like a four player thing is but 
it could be a very cool uh, party game. It's also a very frustrating party game. Uh, so uh, check that out if you want to have a challenging good time. Um, I also I just did my Extra Life uh, stream last weekend, and as part of it, we tried out Jackbox Party Pack Six. Uh, we did two games: the new uh, Murder uh, Party Trivia game. Uh, which if, uh, people, I think it was in the last Jackbox. Uh, I think it's in the fourth one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I might've skipped one. Um, yeah, it's, it's I remember ba- that one. yeah, it's basically the, a trivia game, which they've had, you know, I mean, basically Jack, uh, it started as you don't know Jack, which was a trivia game. Uh, but instead of just being a straight up, Oh, you don't know Jack. Um, they put a murdery, uh, spin on it. And uh, it's a good, like, spooky... It's a good one to play around Halloween and stuff. Uh, it's pretty oh, straightforward. Oh, it was in Jackbox Party Pack 3. Oh, was it? Wow. Yeah. Doesn't I just feel... looked it up. I was like, ah, was it in 4? Maybe it oh. wasn't 5. Nope, we were both wrong. It's in 3. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, it's it's got good mini games and, and uh, a fun time if you're looking for some, like, trivia. Um... And then we played uh, Push the Button, which I think is it's a hidden role game where some of the players are aliens. And ah, yeah. Yeah, we saw, we saw this while we were, we were sitting in the uh, packs. And so you'll be able to... Uh, the ca- each, each round, a captain is chosen at... Ran- uh, well, I think it cycles through. Uh, different captains and the captain can choose a test and choose like three participants um to do the test and they they'll like have a prompt or something of like um hey there's a there's a scary dog that's that's snarling and and barking at you and the lady asks if you'll like take care of it what do you say and then it'll give you some options and then the the players can select one of those options the alien does not know what the question was so oh yeah yeah so there's they have to you know somebody uh when we did that most of the people were like oh just leave it alone and then one person was like oh i will take care of your dog and then you know, they had to be like, oh, I love dogs. I don't care if they bite in my hand. I, I love them and stuff. So you have to, like, you know, say, defend your action. Like, And th- that player was not an alien. They just love dogs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they just so, got real lucky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so there's a whole bunch of uh, different games. And they're, as the game progresses, um, the aliens get more powers. Like, I guess I, I was a human, so I didn't uh, exactly know what it was like to play on the alien side. But I guess they could hack the questions where they could send the alien prompts to humans and the human prompts to aliens. Oh, uh, weird. Yeah. And so at the end, before t- time runs out, you need to push the button, which will say you're basically accusing uh, people of being aliens. You know how many aliens they are, there are. Uh, we knew that we had two aliens. We were playing with, was it five, six? 
six. I think there's about seven because we had the amount of people that were there presently. We were playing online with Beckers and we did open it up to one person on stream. Um, though I will say this game isn't great to play with uh, other like with chat. Uh, like there should be some level of voice chat or something because it's hard to like figure out oh are they being honest and there's a level of communication that uh is is very helpful uh Mm. so so this one is less stream friendly um but you could probably try and make it work with voice chat uh but it's uh it's a really cool game but yeah you you then based on all this stuff it's all about figuring which of the people are aliens and if you get it wrong if you vote for the wrong people uh and an alien survives then the aliens win and everybody loses and otherwise if you kill the aliens then the humans win uh we haven't uh that's the only two uh games of the party pack we tried out so i can't tell you what the other ones were like and before uh we started the podcast i played the outer worlds it's available on game pass so i decided to sit down and play that i it is okay so it's made by the people who made Fallout New Vegas, uh, I'm mm-hmm. blanking on the name. Obsidian. Obsidian, yeah. Which are the people who made the original, the original uh, Fallout uh, games. But it's beautiful. Like I love the world. I love the it, fall, <sighs> Fallout Four. Feels like it should have looked way better, and maybe it's the the setting of that just kind of looked like brown and stuff. But like. The Outer World has a lot of, like, colorful color to it. A lot of neon signs. The lighting of things looks really, really cool. Um, And it very much has a Firefly vibe to it. It is a space western. I think there is several times where, like, western-y music plays. And honestly, like, short of the characters saying specific things that the characters in Firefly say um i would i would be like this is this is a firefly game because you you actually get a spaceship which uh you have to start the game by like figuring out how to repair um but i like they'll let you go into the spaceship and i was like walking through and like this feels like serenity i feel like i'm walking through serenity right now it's very cool uh but at that same i mean it's feels like firefly mixed with fallout and like I mean, at the start of the game, you've got, like, a choice of, like, hey, you have to choose between these two cities, these communities, who you're going to, like, take the power away from to fix your ship. And the game... So the the world that you are on is, like, founded by corporations. Like, the town you go... The first town you go to is, like... We're uh, Spacer's Finest City. We are... Everyone here works for Spacer's Finest and stuff. And everyone you interact with is, like, company people. And then there's, like, deserters who have left the company or gotten fired or whatever. But it seems very much like, you know, company gone wild stuff. Um, But overall, like, combat feels good. Like, I honestly like the... I kind of like the the way they do their time slow down more than fallout because fallout does the deal where like you can slow down and then you pick specific body parts and stuff that you're shooting at whereas this slows down time 
uh, but you are still fully aiming yourself. You still have control over the gun, and you do have things like if you shoot them in the head when you are in uh, time dilation mode, they will be blinded. You could like shoot their arms so they're crippled. You do have special powers under that mode, but you are still running the gun, and the guns feel good. And yeah, I'm I'm very early on. I haven't got my ship fixed. I heard the game. Uh, uh, Claw was in my chat while I was streaming it, and he said the game's about eighteen hours, which I was like, "This is nice. I, a nice eighteen-hour game sounds perfect." Um, so I'm very much enjoying my time. If you've got Game Pass, I very much recommend you you check it out. Uh, I'll maybe down the line as I play more, I'll be able to say if it's worth the full price. But it's definitely worth you know trying. If you, I haven't been able to have a conversation about video games with someone bringing or without someone bringing up Outer Worlds since its release. Outer Worlds every day the, when I go to work, the like AAA like that's the hotness right now. Like oh, yeah. this, that's the game. Other than Death Stranding, but that's not out. But yeah. That's just like review talk. Um, but like Outer Worlds is the one, and I mm-hmm. um I have it downloaded on my Xbox. Uh, I might download it on PC. I don't know. Yeah, but, I've been I've been uh, playing on PC. Play. I've been playing on PC on very high settings i went into ultra for a little bit but i can't notice any difference so i was like eh, if i can't notice any difference i'll just run it lower to make sure my stuff stay is stable oh this is random kind of but uh it's, it's talking about pc games i just opened the epic game store um because i was curious i was we were talking about game pass and i was thinking of like oh you know where do i get free games i should check and be sure that i have my ps plus and my epic game stuff uh costume quest is free on epic games this is good for uh for halloween it's a little late now oh. but i was actually <laughs> wanting to play costume quest 2 and i was like oh but i kind of want to play the first one and yeah. this is the first one right here yeah because so cost- costume quest 2 is on game pass yeah, two's on Game Pass. I actually went to look and see if one was on Game Pass, and it wasn't. Nice. Uh, but it's on Epic Game Store, so that's cool. Yeah. It's neat. Uh, but maybe uh, we're going to the news right now, and this is my awesome transition. Maybe you're not. <laughs> maybe you're not playing games on Game Pass. Maybe you're not even on Epic Game Store. Uh, Darian, if what what game device would you play on? <laughs> Oh, I, you literally said transition, and then I forgot that we were talking about news now. I play video games almost exclusively on Steam. And Steam, after many, many, many years of being on the market and literally not changing at all, finally updated yeah. their library. Um, in library September, they released- interface. Yeah, library UI. Um, They launched the beta in September, and now it's available for everybody. The library itself is so much smoother. Everything's pretty. It's all right there. They've got a section where you can see, like, updates from the games that you have downloaded and things that are coming soon and stuff, and it's great, and it's so pretty. And now we just have to wait for them to update the store. Oh, is the store, like, the same? The store is the same. But the library looks really good, so I imagine they're working on the store. I don't yeah. know. There, there's something, and maybe it's just because it's not what I'm used to. There's something about, like, this feels like like it's more work to scroll through all these pictures where I'm just used to scrolling through the list. It feels yeah, genuinely. There's a few things I don't I like about it. I adore the new update. I, I'm quite happy about it. It's really pretty, but um, being the owner of 
apparently 366 different things on my Steam. <laughs> um, it's kind of a pain in the ass. Like, I have to search for stuff. I've got the games that I play a lot in my favorites. Literally Dead by Daylight and Stardew Valley are in my favorites, and that's it. And that's probably fine, but yeah, they. I used to have it where I could just have them show me the installed games and that's oh, yeah. how I picked stuff and now that's not there anymore so oh, I never, while it is no, pretty no. Uh, it feels like a step back almost there's a little button that's uh it's it's just a little icon that you can click on that'll show you ready to play games which are the games that um, oh, the installed ones. Okay. Yeah, installed or yeah. able to be streamed. Oh, that's that's so, cool. I mean, okay, it's so it's not so bad. You're going to have to relearn the UI because they've changed yeah. stuff, and that's that's kind of annoying. Uh, but yeah, it's well, it's cool. It's so. to be expected. But yeah, it's really pretty. I like how it shows like the the title art and the box art for a lot of the games. Yeah, over the years, I have straight up like downloaded like themes, like Steam themes and stuff, to try and just make it look better. Like because I I hated how the like how kind of just on the game I use the what's the the view or whatever the detail or whatever the detailed view um because there were different like views that you could do um and when you opened up a game it would have like just like the 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 one thing that always bugged me was it would have like a news section like right there like that was the most prominent thing it's like news about the game and most of the time it was really old outdated stuff and i'm just like Mm -hmm. why why do it why is this here why why is this what i'm looking at that always bugged me for some reason but now you open a thing and it's like it tells you when you last played your playtime looks better um the achievements are more visual over here let's see there's like uh, community content. There is news, but it's like also images. It just like looks better. Like I don't know. I I much prefer the and the news doesn't take up nearly as much space. That's the thing. Before the the outdated old text news was like the whole thing, and now it's like it. I don't know. I like it a lot. I'm a big. It's fan. really pretty. Also, it um it shows me how bad my addiction to Dead by Daylight is. Um, by it organized my games. Um. All games in like the whole HUD thing, I guess in the main part, um, in order of hours, and I've got uh, 400 more hours in Dead by Daylight than in Stardew Valley, so that's good. Yeah, let's see, sort by hours played. Yeah, yeah, I it's, like it's it. Rough. I'm excited. It's, it's beautiful. I do know that they are including like you can stream on Steam itself. And they're including streams of the games in that on the like library page, and people are upset about that. Uh, and it's like, who wants to watch a stream in Steam? Nobody. But maybe we're gonna see some people watch stream more streams on Mixer. Oh, Teddy, can you tell me goodness. about that? That was a that was great. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we definitely we definitely will start seeing that. Um, so yeah. Uh, Shroud is now on Mixer as well, one of the other giant streamers. They grabbed Ninja in August, yeah. And, uh, just grabbed him. They're like, you're here, we're kidnapping you. Um, it was really crazy how they didn't get arrested, like, it was a whole thing. We're Microsoft, Um, we do what we want. We run your computers. (laughs) We'll crash your systems, you can't get us. Um, but, yeah, Shroud... 
is on Mixer now. That he, he had a little like commercial pretty much about it. It's like super high production. Um, his like girlfriend is in it and his adorable little cat named Benji is in it. And it's great. Uh, and also, more to my interest, King Githalion is also on Mixer now, which is a big thing in the Destiny community. He is, like, the Destiny dad of the directory, <laughs> is what everybody called him. Like, he, he's like, he was, like, the biggest <laughs> Destiny streamer, and he, like, him and Broman, like, fostered the, like, community feel around that directory of how like everybody kind of supports each other and like the the charity focused feel and like they created guardian con and like brought that up um so yeah it's that's pretty big that he is now over on mixer as well for the destiny people but it's kind of cool to see because he'll it'll it's like I've seen what he's done and, like, what he can do and kind of his ideals. Like, honestly, it's really cool that they grab somebody like that over onto Mixer because now I feel like a lot of the new up-and-coming streamers are going to be, like, really well-benefited from that. You know? Like, that's awesome. Uh, so, yeah. It's cool. Mixer is, Mix is going to keep buying people. <laughs> yeah, that that definitely is, is interesting that... I mean... Ninja coming out them them saying hey Ninja here's all this money come over I think a lot of people were like this is a one off that like you get the top dog and try and go go from there but it seems like they're they're trying to bring over a lot of the big people and and I guess we'll see if they continue to go for the like top FPS because this this is a lot of FPS uh type streamers and would be curious if we see like maybe a big sim streamer or a big variety streamer uh yeah you know i think they i think it would be smart for them to get a big variety streamer oh yeah like fucking could you imagine um uh what's the guy uh dan's gaming like could you imagine him like he's like one of the og like he's been streaming since like justin tv he has a huge audience and he like plays all sorts of games like i think i ran into him when he was playing persona 4 golden like he he is a variety streamer like he plays all sorts of stuff like that'd be really cool to get a bunch of people like that like veterans of twitch that play all sorts of games yeah i think i mean at the end of the day i think it helps all streamers like a is pushing both uh, companies to be competitive um i mean twitch is going to want to treat their people who stream for them better or else that you know they'll leave to mixer there's you know money to be made uh over there and just like quality like quality of life stuff like finally uh they're releasing like ways to get rid of pre-roll ads at least temporarily though i don't like how like if you if you run a one minute ad uh for everyone like just like press the run ad uh button you'll get rid of pre-roll ads for 20 minutes and it's like that's not that long i would like at least an hour um but like sharing that money with the streamers because a lot of people were are like oh i can't believe uh or like why are you complaining that you're having to watch ads without paying anything uh you you have to pay for netflix and stuff and it's like Twitch isn't making this content. Like, content creators are doing that. Netflix pays to make these shows. It's a very different dynamic. Not always, though. Netflix isn't always only original shows. Well, yeah, but they're paying for the the content in some capacity. Whereas on, on Twitch, on Mixer, like, 
essentially independent contractors are the ones who are making the content. And I mean, in cases like uh, until recently, like affiliates weren't seeing money for the ads. Like we, yeah. Well, affiliates couldn't even manually run ads. Yeah, and and we had no reason to run ads because we weren't getting money from it. So. Yeah. Uh, it's it's nice to see us benefit from that personally. If there was a way to just say turn off ads, I would do that. I would rather encourage people, uh, you know, give me bits or something than like. Well, I I don't think any ads run other than pre roll, and the that all goes to Twitch. Well, you you can you can trigger ads now. Yeah, so. I know. I'm saying, but like you're not. You you wouldn't have to turn it off because well, no. those only go when you trigger them. Well, yeah, pre pre roll ads now go to affiliates. Yeah. Yeah. So that's. Did yeah. they not before? No. No. Affiliate. Wait. No. 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 Pre-roll ads. No pre-roll ads go to anyone but Twitch. I'm pretty sure Twitch at uh, TwitchCon they Unless announced. Unless that's new. Yeah. I'm pretty sure TwitchCon they oh, announced okay. that, and then that's finally going live. Interesting. Is yeah. That... Pre-roll ads before were literally all on on any stream on partners affiliates any streams all of that went to Twitch. Well, so yes. Yeah, on pa- on partnered streams, I'm pretty sure it was pre-roll ads have always been oh. like for Twitch money. The well, only I, at least well maybe not always, but I remember at one point when I was looking this up, the pre-roll ad uh, money went to Twitch and any manual ad went to the partner. Because I would watch pre-roll ads uh, for partner streams and like at the top it would say, this ad supports blah blah stream. That was more recent. Yeah, that Originally it wasn't that, but I think like Less than a year ago, they updated it, and then yeah. with this update, yeah, they updated that, that it seems again. About right. Well, no, yeah. what's what's interesting now is that uh, it'll now say like, uh, "Please stick around after this str- uh, this ad to support the stream." It doesn't say even for partner streamers, it doesn't say who's it's making money, which is which That's is interesting. A portion of it, 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 I think they're all split now. Yeah, hmm. well, I mean, okay. the non non affiliates don't. I think they actually no. I don't think non-affiliates get ads. Yeah. Yeah. They don't. Okay. So yeah, every all the all the ads go to uh, a portion of the ads go, which is nice. Y'all remember when Amazon Prime when Twitch Prime got you no ads? Good time. Freaking that was that was the golden age of Twitch. That and everybody everybody was pissed. Yeah. (laughs) I I haven't been using Twitch nearly as much now than when yeah. I was around that time. So now whenever I do use Twitch, I'm like, oh my God. Like, I'm still not used to it. I'm sure most people are used to the ads at this point, but I'm not. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> like, I still have to do this? I will never get used to it. It 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 makes me, like, want to watch streams less. Yeah, mm-hmm. it made a lot of people leave the platform. Yeah. And, well, and then Mixer's now got ads, so. Mixer has such a good UI. Like, real talk, I... Mixer's UI is great. I, I'm especially honestly, for discoverability I, i'm not a fan of mixers ui like twitch better honestly at that's... this point it is not that much different twitch updated theirs to be like mixers front page oh yeah <laughs> <sighs> i don't know anything about mixer ui is such a whole thing type in mixer.com right now dear and go on a journey youtube <laughs> youtube changed their uh isn't it mixer.tv no it's just.com uh youtube changed their uh was their app interface recently subscriptions are at the bottom of the list i have to click through like every category i have to go through gaming news entertainment and stuff to get to my subscriptions yeah it's like you're making it harder for me to to watch the content that i have suspicious uh 
that I have said I want to watch. So, Darian, I don't know if you know this, but one of the reasons why I originally, or not originally, but a while back when I wanted to use Mixer, one of the reasons why is, like, on the the front page, they call this, like, the carousel, where there's, like, six six people, and then there's also more, but you can, like, cycle through, but it's, I think it actually is just six, but, um, there's, like, six people right up here on the front, um, of course there's gonna Mm -hmm. be the big dudes, like, Shroud is right there on the first center one, Mm -hmm. but, um, at least before when I was looking into it, the way that it works is it will just pull, like, sometimes you can just be on the front page, like, so it will just pull random people and put them there sometimes. I, I heard they hid that. They're, yeah, they probably updated it That's what it I'm now. saying. Before, that's where that's what yeah. it was. And that was one of the reasons as to why it's cool. But also, um, like, if you scroll down, it's literally, like, partner spot- spotlight, top games, following, and then the next one is up and coming. So, like, yeah. literally above top streams is the up and coming section, where it's people, like, 28 views, 12 views, 5 views, 7 views, and then it's top streams of Shroud and other big dudes. Mm. Yeah, I cool. mean, I think... That's something Twitch can really use as a way to to uh, hi- hi- yeah highlight have. smaller people, make it easier mm-hmm. to find people. because Twitch is very much like you have to be popular to get popular. It's to to find a stream, you have to like click on a directory, and then at the top will be the most popular. And if you're looking for like oh. I want to see someone who's got 10 views. Uh, you have to scroll and scroll and scroll, depending on how mm-hmm. popular the game is. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Highlighting smaller streamers is is something that Twitch... It would be nice if Twitch does. I don't think they really care, though. I don't think they're, they're like, oh, we're motivated to r- rise people up. Are you sure? Because on Twitch.tv, there's the... There's the highlighted stuff, popular live channels, recommended categories, recommended smaller communities. Yeah. Yeah, like, I just saw right that. I went to, yeah, Twitch.tv, there's the carousel on the front. There's the six people. But these are all, like, Recommended categories. Recommended smaller. Oh, yeah. That's actually Yeah, recommended live new. channels, recommended categories, and then recommended when smaller communities. When did that come in? Who knows? But Price is out here dragging like Twitch. Meanwhile, Twitch is out here doing the right thing. Uh, <laughs> this is literally, like, this is almost completely per- like Mixer's UI. One of, the, wow. one of the suggested fucking streams is literally oh. just a girl laying in her chair and just half of the scream <sighs> is her tits. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't I don't have that one on my recommended smaller communities, but... Uh... What the fuck? Oh, wait, no, yep. Under recommended just chatting. That's, yeah, that's there. That's there. What is this? Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie for a second. I thought you were going to be like, I don't have that. Could you link me? <laughs> <laughs> Where would someone go to find this stream? Someone... It says that she's got please... like an illness and a disability and stuff. But like, what the fuck? Please, please tell me the link so I can block it. That I never go there. <laughs> right. Um, well, it's good that both That's of like, I, weird. I take it back. It's good that Twitch is... Uh, making an effort maybe there's a case to be made for create curation but uh they're they're doing it um but you know who's been nailing it who's been out there making moves and kicking butt the playstation 4 uh is now the second best-selling home console of all time it is out behind the playstation 2 it is buying the PlayStation 2. Yep. <laughs> uh, the, the company uh, has sold a total of 
102.8 million <laughs> uh, PS4s, uh, making it uh, just behind the PlayStation 2. Uh, they have outsold the PlayStation, the original PS PlayStation, and the Wii. And the Wii, yeah, the Wii, like, when that, that thing hit hard and fast that, like, it looked like it was going to be top dog, but... PlayStation 4 out there, which will be curious if they can... You know, right now, PlayStation's got one and two slots. Um, we'll see how the PlayStation 5 does because, yeah. you know, they're they're the top dog. And if as long as they don't fuck up, PlayStation 5 could be the next big one. Or they could have a year where they could have a PlayStation 3 year or PlayStation 3 generation where they're... What the fuck? Just all of a sudden, there's a surge in PlayStation threes. Yeah, no, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm saying I'm saying PlayStation two did really well, and they were like, "We're hot shit, look at us!" And then PlayStation three comes around, and they're like, "Why isn't this doing this is well?" Terrible. Yeah, it's because they they were cocky. Six hundred dollars. They need to they need to slow their roll. You know who doesn't need to slow their roll, but kind of does when it comes to political <laughs> oh, controversies? that's problematic as shit, Teddy. <laughs> Is it? I'm not sure if it's... I said I said they do need to slow their roll when it comes to political controversies. Yeah. That's what... It, what? Well, what Ted, I'm sorry. Teddy, 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 why don't you tell me about BlizzCon? Uh, they were there. In Anaheim, I California, hope, yeah, I in Blizz, 2019, Blizzard, Blizzard, Blizzard went to BlizzCon this year. <laughs> uh, they were there, guys. That's it. That's the news. Blizzard was there in Anaheim. Nice. Um, so they came out. Oh my god, I'm looking at this. Uh, looking at this article recapping it and it starts off with blizzard's hong kong apology so they didn't really apologize the the president what's his name jalen something jalen brack yeah uh the president of blizzard came out and was like we're sorry for how we handled things anyways video games (laughs) he did not uh yeah i love how this it's like I am sorry, and I accept accountability, he said in a visibly emotional address. What exactly is our purpose? BlizzCon is demonstrating it as we speak. Uh, We aspire to bring the world together in epic entertainment. I truly believe in the positive power of video games. And then the next paragraph. No mention of reducing Blitzchung's suspension further was made. (laughs) Yeah, no, they came out and said sorry, but they didn't do anything. I mean, did they really say sorry? No. I mean, they they said it. They did explicitly say, I am sorry. But, but they didn't do anything. I guess. Not what it's, for. Yeah it's, yeah, it's kind of like when when you're going like, I'm sorry your feelings were hurt. Not, I'm yeah. sorry for, like, destroying sorry your car. Sorry for hurting your feelings. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Yep. Uh, Diablo 4 was announced, which is, uh, you know, that, that shit. Like, this should all be like, holy shit. Like, in normal years, this is a big year for BlitzCon. BlizzCon. I just want to make a quick uh, mention oh! that that <laughs> there was yeah. protesters outside the convention protesting. I, the, saw, uh, I yeah. saw a clip of somebody on a and a being like, that came up to ask a question, said free Hong Kong, and they were like, okay, all right, next question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's exactly how it was, but they were just, they, they were like developers, so they were just kind of like, don't know what to do about that. This is that. not our fault. <laughs> yeah. 
this year was supposed to be like the you know we're making right on last year and if it weren't for the hong kong thing it honestly would have been because these announcements are all really big um yeah they there's a big i watched the whole cinematic for the diablo 4 uh announcement um and it i had no idea what was going on it was really cool it was really well done though um and then they they have shown some gameplay and it looks the gameplay looks really good like it looks really polished um i'm terrified for it because i know a lot of people are just gonna do it they're just gonna fucking buy it and i know a lot of my friends and probably my boyfriend are gonna buy it and i want to jump on that hype train but like fuck blizzard right now (laughs) like i can't there's no way the boycott i think is going to have i don't think it's going to be strong enough to get anything actually going if that makes sense because like think about it blizzcon happened there was still a lot of people there and there was like there's no there was no huge drop in attendance like there was everybody was there and they were all hyped for games like and i don't fully know I'm, i was a little shocked when i kind of saw that but i was just like yeah i guess a lot of people don't care doesn't really surprise me a lot of people just want their entertainment i mean yeah i think <laughs> There were protesters. There are people who are making a stand, and there's a lot of people yeah. who either do not care at all about the Hong Kong thing, or... I feel like that is the majority. Or sadly. people who are willing to compartmentalize and go like, oh, it sucks what's yeah. happening in Hong Kong, but I'm still going to play Overwatch. And I think the amount of people that that is the case of, like, weird underestimating i think that is the vast majority oh i i think everybody assumes that's the case and i think that like the people who are protesting the people who feel strongly are just hoping they can have enough of an impact that i mean and at the very least blizzard cares enough that they've they opened it with what is argument apology they they like are taking notice they're doing something But they're doing the bare minimum so that it'll be washed over with internet culture is what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, uh, there was a, there's a new world of Warcraft expansion coming out, coming out next year. Um, with the, you know, another big cinematic for it. It's called shadowlands. This one. Okay. So last year for battle for Azeroth, um, the cinematic is awesome. You can watch that and not know anything about World of Warcraft and still be like, this is dope. Like, this is really cool. But this one seemed more along the lines of, like, the Warlords of Draenor one, where you kind of need to know what's going on in the universe. And as somebody who has not played in a long time, I watched this and was like, so I understand that Sylvanas is now kind of the villain. Like, we're, we've got it. She's gone crazy. Like, she's gone crazy for power. And, like, she's she's fucking everything up. Like, sure. That's a thing right but like i don't fully know what she's doing here like she's taking a helmet that's a lot of power i bet in the world of warcraft universe that helmet means like something huge it seems like the helmet from like the lich king but i don't know that's just going off of visuals um but yeah basically in the trailer she fights this dude takes the helmet and the power from it and like rips open a portal in the sky and it's apparently supposed to be like azeroth's version of hell so like people are gonna be going in there and uh, it's, it's gonna be crazy um and then hearthstone's getting a new expansion and whatnot it's called descent of dragons and it's also getting like an, a new auto battler mode called battlegrounds um i don't 
I was looking at it. I was trying to figure it out. It doesn't necessarily look like auto chess. It's like inspired by auto chess, but it looks more. It looks a lot more unique. It doesn't. It does not look like Team Fight Tactics to Dota Underlords. You know what I mean? Like it. It looks like still Hearthstone, yeah. but like I guess an auto battler kind of thing. I don't fully know, but Overwatch Two is the thing that has story missions and new heroes, and they're doing all sorts of crazy stuff when it comes to tying Overwatch One and Two together for the player base. And oh, it's yeah. also um, and the cinematic uh, made me cry, and I've watched it like seven times, and I shouldn't be excited about it, but I am, and I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I I think that's been a ever since Overwatch Two was rumored, everybody was like, "Oh, great! Now we're gonna have to rebuy all our skins and all that." But I do appreciate that. That was what was crazy when Jeff announced that Jeff Jeffrey Kaplan up there, you know, when he was like, "Okay, so all of your skins that you have earned and your sprays and the emotes and all of that that you've earned carry over. Like you have all of those in Overwatch Two. I was like, "Oh." Okay, I did not expect that. Like that is that is surprising as somebody who came from Destiny One to Destiny Two. They definitely didn't do that. That's for sure. Uh, like most of your stuff was gone. Um, so yeah, that's that's really cool. And they are. This is the part that's super interesting to me in Overwatch One. So all of the maps coming to Overwatch Two and all of the heroes coming to Overwatch Two is also coming to Overwatch 1. Like, all of the competitive multiplayer stuff coming to Overwatch 2 is also going to come to Overwatch 1. So if you buy Overwatch 2, you're basically just getting it for the updated engine. It's probably going to run better. It's probably going to look better. And the, like, uh, story mode and the hero missions or whatever, which is, like, co-op. It says highly replayable co-op mission compared to Diablo's adventure mode or whatever. So that's kind of what you would be getting Overwatch 2 for. um, Because, like, Overwatch 1 and 2 are fully when it comes to multiplayer compatible, which is super interesting. I feel like I don't, I've never seen anything do that. So, yeah. See, to me, it's really problematic because Overwatch 2, to me, seems like it just a cash grab because they're just finally adding the story mode that people have been asking for since Overwatch 1 came out. They've got this lore that they've established. Overwatch 1 opened with the same type thing, like calling on Overwatch heroes to return, right? And so everybody wanted the story mode that elaborated further on that. They never gave it, but now they're in trouble. So, oh yeah, by the way, that story mode is coming and it's a different game that you have to buy. That's not how that works, though. They've made... Like, when it comes to doing it with the controversy. Like, they've been developing this for longer. Sure, but they don't have any confirmed information about when it's going to come out, what to expect, other than, like, yeah, we're going to put it on all of the consoles. Like, other than that, like, we don't know when to expect this game. And, like... I mean they, that happens they're, all they're the time. Keeping, they're keeping their promise of never making someone who bought Overwatch have to buy the characters and maps because that's something yeah. that they they stood firm on, which I appreciate. But like that's really the player cool. base has wanted the story mode since the first fucking trailer came out. And now it's been three and a half years, and now they're gonna release the story mode, but you have to buy a different game to get it. Yes. Did you want them to release the story mode for free? For like Overwatch well, One, because that's no, kind of crazy. Like, Overwatch that's Two is 
is not a thing to me. It's literally just an expansion pass. Like it's it's it just DLC. Yeah. Yeah, and if they put much. a whole sixty dollar ticket price on it, I'm not going to be satisfied. Which they might not. Honestly, the 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 first Overwatch was um i think on consoles it was 60 because it was like a certain edition that they only let you get but mm-hmm. on pc you could just get like the like overwatch for 40 yeah 40 dollars like when it skin- came out yeah so the, like, like skinless version and stuff yeah yeah without like the deluxe with like the genji skin or something like that um it was a bastion skin Honestly, I could see them not releasing this at sixty dollars. Like that, it, I don't expect it to be sixty. And uh, before the podcast started, Darren was making this case to me, and I was like, "Well, isn't expansions in Destiny like forty bucks?" Yeah, yeah. So it's like, oh, it's it's almost well, it like depends, it's, but yeah, yeah, it's almost like a Destiny expansion, but as a as this breakout game. And I understand why they'd want to slap an Overwatch two on it because, yeah. like. It's a jumping in point for new gamers. For someone yeah. who's been like, oh, I'd like to see this whole Overwatch thing, but it's been out for a while. I don't, it seems like a weird, like, I don't want to jump in when everyone's been playing it forever, but Overwatch 2 is a chance for people who've been curious to jump in fresh, even though it Sequels seems. Sequels sell more than DLC. Oh, yeah. They just do. It's the same you know? reason comic books every so often will start back at zero yeah. or start back at episode one or, or issue one, even though it's continuing the storyline. It's just yeah. because, you know, it being a new thing sells better. They'll do they'll do like a rebooted timeline or whatever. Yeah, that no. I mean, that's what got me into comics was like I started wanting to read comics when the new 52 was happening. And I was like, ooh, cool. Perfect. Like timing. Yeah. And then a couple a couple years later, it reboots again. They did it again. <laughs> yeah. They did it again like five years later or something. They did rebirth or whatever yeah um yeah i don't know i i i guess i could see that but like i don't necessarily see a downside for doing two instead of a dlc you know what i mean i appreciate the stuff that they're doing like the the fact that they're carrying over skins and all that seems like the best way to handle this yeah i mean that's really cool i was surprised yeah but that's awesome that's because it's the same fucking game. That's why they're doing it. It's literally just Overwatch. It's For that's why I have a problem with it. For the because it's the is. same story. They're just actually giving you a story mode to play through. It's not Overwatch two. It's not like something that's happened after the story. It's just like, oh yeah, no. It's here's the story mode finally. Yeah, uh, Overwatch one. But it's a sequel. Overwatch one had no story. It was pick random yeah, characters. There, it no doesn't story. It's it doesn't like... matter what team they're on or if they hate each other's guts. They'll yeah. fight together. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that's right. gonna be the same thing in the next game because it's gonna have the same multiplayer environment so it do- it's it's the same game yeah it's the but the, same game it's the again. same game when it comes to the multiplayer but the story is di- the story new. is completely new like it's a new thing like here it is it's the story for the first time but yeah yeah it's yeah. the story that we've wanted yeah for years <laughs> yeah <laughs> just finally doing it yeah there have yeah. been short time modes in overwatch one that had a story yeah that's but... probably gonna be closer to like the hero missions it looks like yeah, I don't know. I'm uh I guess I could see that, but I'm I'm pretty excited about it. I hope they don't do I'm I'm excited about it, but I'm also not cuz I don't know if I'm going to get it. But <laughs> so it's like, damn it. <laughs> I'm excited for more animated shorts. <laughs> yeah. We don't we don't know I'll what release date. <laughs> I think I can't find confirmation of this. I just saw like I think a Twitter post um where like they 
were like where the the guy in charge of Overwatch was like we have no idea when this will come because and, yeah. and people were like was this announcement rushed due to the situation well even then okay think about it right when was um when was the Hong Kong thing before BlizzCon uh 3 weeks before yeah i mean Something yeah like, like you you probably couldn't get a cinematic out that quick yeah, yeah. i mean that's they if i'm this cinematic they were working yeah, on for, for sure. this thing. Like, there's no way they yeah. did that. I'm in sure three they weeks. were working on the cinematic for a long time, but yeah. regardless, like, when they were going to release it is probably where it came in. Well, but also, if this is the time to release it, BlizzCon yeah, is the. I, I feel like they were going to do it this BlizzCon no matter what. I mean, and it, I just don't know how possible it, like, thinking about it legitimately, like, how possible could it have been to rush this announcement? Yeah. Like, like to be like in three weeks, okay, but we got to get Overwatch two, all the assets ready to go, like the gameplay trailer, the cinematic, like all of this has to be ready. Three weeks to smooth this over. Like I don't know if that's even possible. Yeah, I think by the time we're actually asking ourselves if we're gonna play Overwatch two, it'll be we'll we'll be in a very different place. But by the time this game's about to launch, yeah, so we'll we'll no, see. No, I mean I it'll it'll be a while. Um. But yeah, I mean, the rumors, I also remember hearing, I can't remember who I heard this from, but there were like rumors from somebody saying that they had heard that the rumors around this BlizzCon was like, even before the controversy, that the rumors around the BlizzCon was that like, Overwatch 2, Diablo 4, World of Warcraft expansion, because they wanted to make good on last year. Like, that was kind of what they were trying to do originally. It just kind of happened to give them lucky timing to like, distract people, I think. (laughs) I think they were just like, good, we have all of this lined up. <laughs> like, fucking, yeah, we'll, we'll distract people. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a thing that's happening. But we'll, 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 see, we'll see all that uh, news down the line. Um, because uh, we, we've got some time before any of this stuff uh, launches, probably. Um, yeah, I don't think there were any, I don't think there's any sort of even estimates on dates on anything other than Shadowlands. Yeah. And probably the Hearthstone expansion. That that seems like it, it seems like it's probably yeah. the easiest thing to turn around. Yeah, uh, sure. But uh, yeah, that... and Shadowlands like World of Warcraft. They always like at BlizzCon. It's like here's the WoW expansion next year. Like yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's usually how that goes. Keep, keep the hype train going. Yeah. Um. But this uh, brings us to the end of the news and into the time where we thank our Patreon producers. Uh, thank you to Aaron C. Andrew Feisner and Dragons Lucas for helping support the show. You can help support the show by going to lastgeek.com slash Patreon uh, to uh, support us at the $5 level to receive a shout out on each and every episode of Ready Set Gamecast. Uh, except like weird ones where we're doing like how what we thought of packs and stuff we didn't do <laughs> shout outs on that one but uh on so normal you episodes, meant to say patreon.com forward slash last geek both of those should work lastgeek.com forward slash patreon does not work rip rip the dream oh well th- i'll make it work by the time this goes live <laughs> it'll I'll work make it work <laughs> Nope. Yeah, it doesn't work. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna make it work by the time this goes live. Um, 
Uh, so thank you uh, to everybody who helps uh, support the show, who helps support uh, Last Geek. Uh, it helps us make all this stuff. We've been we've been doing a lot more content uh, lately, and it's thanks to your support. Um, Teddy Chineris, uh knocked on my door uh, one one point, and he said, uh, uh, "Hello, uh, uh, can I suggest a topic of the show?" And I said, "Sure." And then, uh, and then I and, also said it's not really a topic of the show. It's just something I want to mention. Yep. And then I said, "Well, I'm I'm already tuned out, so you're going to have to tell our listeners what you want to say." That's kind of accurate, <laughs> except for the knocking on the door. But like you know, other than that, that's pretty that's pretty spot on. I just wanted to say, like you know, this is a video game news podcast. The big thing that happened the last week is the Death Stranding review embargo came up. Like that's huge. Death Stranding was like the big game for this year, as to like most people figured that would be like the game of the year when it came out. Like that's uh, that was the thing. So I want to know, like Bryce, what did you think before these reviews came out? What did you think they were going to be like? I mean, in general, I thought they would probably be pretty good. Like, I mean, Kojima generally does very good, um, <laughs> but uh, it's it's it was a thing that like I kind of just like occasionally looked at content of like hey look you can pee in death stranding and i was like really and then i watched him pee and but for the most part i was like i don't know what any of this is i don't know what uh-huh. to think of death stranding and when mm-hmm. i have it in my hands i will think of death stranding and mm-hmm. the fact so the death stranding reviews are mixed people either love it or are like it has an 84 on metacritic I think I think there's a lot of reviews that are like it's it's got some really cool stuff but is also kind of very obtuse which I seems like what I would expect Death Stranding to be. 100%. These reviews are exactly what I figured they would be. We're like it's very Kojima, it's super weird. It's super like you're doing like you're doing what he said. You're walking. Like it's a delivery game, right? Yeah. But like with a bunch of weird little systems and a bunch of stuff like where you go to save or where you go to rest. You got to go down the stairs and there's a whole like animation you can't skip. And then you got to get in the shower. And you have to press like seven different buttons to skip the cutscene. Like there's like all these things that I figured would be super Kojima. And most people would be like, eh, you know, some reviewers be, would be like, eh, it's Kojima. Like, what do you yeah. expect? I still really like the story or I still really like the gameplay. And if you met Kojima at any point during the time he was developing Death Stranding, you're in the game. Conan O'Brien is in the game. God, that's <laughs> so weird. I want, I want to watch the stuff about Conan. Yeah, Conan O'Brien's in the game. Yeah, I watched. But, um, I watched the little video for it. His character is so freaking weird. God. Um. But yeah. So I've heard that the from what I've heard from some people is that the acting is like really good. Like the acting is genuinely incredible. Like everybody did a great job, and the story actually does kind of make sense. Like you, do, it is super obtuse, but like it does actually put together a story. Um, but, like, the gameplay is just some people it really clicked with, and they found this, like, gameplay loop that they really liked, and other people thought it was tedious, and were just like, it just, I'm not about this, right? That is 100% what I thought would happen with this game. Yeah. Who was it? It was a blessing on Twitter, was like, um, can Death Stranding even be bad? And I've heard him talk about that on OKBC. He's like, it can't be bad. There's no way it can be bad. And I just responded, yes. 
I'm like, yeah, yeah, this could totally be bad. Like, there could be so many people that don't like this game. What? No, so... Uh, it's weird. Like, they, have you seen any of the material? Like, Bryce was just saying, he pees. Like, they they, they freaking made a Rick and Morty commercial for Death Stranding, and Blessing retweeted that, and he was just like, guys, I think Death Stranding can be bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Like, I was just looking for that. Like, I'm pretty sure he did say it yeah. can be bad. Yeah, he <laughs> kept saying funny. that, and then he saw uh, saw this That's Rick and Morty thing. And I was like, That's honestly. Hilarious. Which is great. Have you watched it? <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, the ad is so fucking wild. <laughs> Oh yeah, I was wrong. Death Stranding can be bad. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, playing uh, the Outer Worlds. If any game uh, should have a Rick and Morty um, commercial, it's that game because the literally the like professor who pulls or the like scientist who pulls you out of uh, cryo sleep basically seems like Rick. It basically is he seems drunk? like they. He seems like he could be drunk. His his hair is white and frazzled, and he's just like like running from the cops. And I was like, "Is this is this Rick? This seems like is Rick." He also saying he doesn't believe in bureaucracy. Yes, one hundred percent. Oh my god! I'm scrolling through Blessing's Twitter. He literally has a poll that says, "Can Death Stranding be bad?" Oh yeah, this is what I responded to. He said, "No, no way." Those are the two poll yeah. options. I responded, "Yes." Uh, and then he said, you guys don't understand. Kojima has my family. And he said, I'll never see them again unless this game has at least 91 on Metacritic. He was very oh. specific. Wow. Oh, my God. Uh, okay. So no, with that information, with that information, the question has got to be asked. Tay Janaris, are you going to play Death Stranding? No. No? No. But I also haven't gotten the most recent Call of Duty, which would be my thing. Like, I'm oh. watching everybody play Modern Warfare, and I'm like, Grr. But <laughs> I, don't, I don't have the money or the time. So, But honestly... Honestly, if I did have the money and the time to where I was, like, playing a bunch of games, I would. And that is not a normal thing, normal Teddy thing. Like, seeing these reviews, I was like, fuck it. <laughs> like, I'm super interested. I want to see it and see if it clicks with me. It's coming to PC. Maybe maybe that's when you'll pick it up. Or maybe by that time. Uh, Darian, you gonna play Death Stranding? Only if I get it on Gamefly. Uh, I'd... I'm not gonna buy it. I think unless it had amazing reviews, I don't think I was uh, gonna play it. There's too much other stuff. I don't think it's gonna yeah, make. Unless the cut. it was like ten out of ten, everybody's gonna yeah. Play if it. they're like this, this is gonna rock your socks. You're gonna cry for six days. I'd be like, okay, but yeah. short of that, I, I don't think it's gonna uh, click. Maybe. Okay, so I want to know. I don't know how closely you guys have been following this. Um or like following the the marketing for it but i want to know uh what everyone thinks uh star wars jedi fallen order is gonna be on metacritic because i wanted to i want to i want to take a guess oh uh i think it's actually going to do very good i will say i want to say this real quick freaking uh death stranding put up a video or a little picture on instagram of like look at all these five star reviews we got i was like looking at the names and it's like gamer paradise and last gamer standing and it's just like these random like okay yeah there's enough video game websites that you could probably pull a bunch of five star reviews just because there's enough gaming websites that, that somebody's gonna yeah <laughs> like ign wasn't on there or anything but i think ign's was one of the outliers to where that review was one of the worst ones they gave it like a 6.8 wow yeah um 
I think I think Star Wars is gonna do well. I heard the combat's really good, and I I think oh God, I, I can't wait for that. I game. think the problem with it is is that it's not the game that they the marketing team is making people think it is. Well, originally they've gotten a lot closer to what it actually is yeah. over time. From what I from what I heard, you can basically you you have your ship and you can fly to different planets and you can go to them in any order you want. Yep. It's not a because they've been showing it like it's a like, oh, you're going through the story and it's a clear path. It's it's a, you know, deal, but it sounds like it's almost like a Metroidvania it type is. situation. It's like a Metroidvania. You go to a planet, you can you go through and as you're going through, you will see stuff that you can only get through if you have like force pull, you know, and it's going to be like kind of obvious that I can't get through that unless I can like pull it. And then like you go you go through that, you get something at the end like the ability to throw your lightsaber or something like you learn it. And then you go to another thing, you get force pull, you come back. You can, like, find new things in there, right? There's apparently, um, that, who was it? Oh, they're, the, like, planets have been compared to, like, Legend of Zelda, like, temples. Like, uh, I'm, I'm excited. The, the combat, uh, apparently everybody who's played it says that it's really fun. Like, it's, um, very, it's, you kind of have to be patient, but like it, it, you do still feel like a Jedi. Like you kind of, I don't, I don't know. You have to be patient with it. It's not like super, like hack and slash Force Unleashed too. Yeah. But like it's really satisfying from what I've heard. Like I think I'm actually gonna work an extra shift and buy that game. Yeah. <laughs> and I haven't been buying games. This I, long, I, so. I want it to be good so bad because we haven't had a good Star Wars game in a while and. But they mm. need to stop putting that stupid guy from, uh, was it, uh... Saw Gerrera. Yeah, they need to... Uh, who gives a shit about Saw Gerrera? <laughs> Why does he keep showing up? They put him in an oh episode of uh, Star Wars Rebels. It's like, why? I don't care. Who cares what this guy was like? When does Disney Plus come out? November... It's 12th. 12th. And the game comes out November 15th, so I have three days to catch up on Rebels. <laughs> Because it takes place around the same timeline. Yeah. Um, okay. I. God, that would be sick if we got a like Rebels cameo in there. I th- I from what I I was listening to a preview from um from the dudes at Kind of Funny and they were talking about how they they went to play it and you one of the planets you can go to is like Dathomir, the Darth Maul's planet. And somebody one of them asked like is Darth Maul going to be in this game? And like they didn't, you know, they haven't seen Darth like he's not in any of the material or anything. And they were like, yeah, he has to be. Like looking at all of like the the planets and like the timeline like it yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm yeah. I am a closet like huge Star Wars nerd. I used to be way more, so I'm I'm excited for this game. Oh, Teddy Mandalorian! It's gonna be so good. Oh yeah, Mandalorian's coming out too. Oh, the n- the newest trailer for that looks so so. Yeah, cool. Yeah, the newest trailer was very good. Okay, I'm well I'm gonna move. We're we're a meaty show already, so let's move into questions, comments. Uh, Darian, do you want to take us through this? Do you want to be a part of the show? Go to readysetgamecast.com forward slash submit to submit a question, comment, or your favorite kind of salt for us to read on the show. Hmm. Mine is the pink sea salt. Uh, Aaron asks, what was the first video game you ever played? Probably the first Mario on NES. Damn, okay. 
I, I, I either have a video or a picture of us unwrapping like an NES when I was a kid and oh, like fun. the games that can't, you know, that's great. Um, Super Mario Bros on the Game Boy Color. 100%. I played that game so much because it was the only game I had for like a year or two years and I was just like constantly playing it. I feel like that's a lot of people's answer is Super Mario Bros. Mine is not. What what's is yours like something super obscure? League of Legends. No. She she came out the one playing. <laughs> yeah, League. I just, League of I just <laughs> jumped right in. No, I grew up playing a lot of the games on the Genesis, like uh Sonic, uh yeah. and, and like whatever random Disney games for Sonic, like Aladdin and Lion King and Little Mermaid and stuff. The first one that we have on video of me playing is Parappa the Rapper. Yo. There's a video of me and my little brother like dancing to songs in Parappa the Rapper when I was like four and he was like two. It's kind of cute. That's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. And the next one is Mary Fuck Kill, Princess Peach, Kyrie, and Misty from Pokemon. Okay, hold on. Uh, Kyrie is is a, a young... Young girl, right? I mean, she's, she's eighteen in the in the new game. Yeah, oh, I don't even know. Okay, Kyrie yeah. Kingdom Hearts three. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and then what was it? Princess Peach and yeah. yep. Misty from and Pokemon. Misty's from Pokemon? ten. Yeah, I was about to say, like, is it Misty really? <laughs> let's let's well, assume they're all in cool. the new games, but <laughs> that's not how it that works. <laughs> I mean, she, to imagine them I mean, ten years older. We 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 could uh, f- from the anime. She's ten. We could assume the game because she's a gym leader. She's. I'm uncomfortable with this question. <laughs> I'm killing all of them. <laughs> wow, that's oh worth. Oh my god! Dead. You're gonna. Who cares how old they are? I'm just gonna, gonna kill a bunch them. of ten year olds. The younglings, Teddy. The younglings. <laughs> It's oh, really funny. Yeah, they're all dead. Wow, hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, I like. I it. mean, Princess Peach is legal. Yeah, I guess I'll marry. I'll marry Peach. <laughs> marry and then just kill the other two. <laughs> wow, that's okay. <laughs> um, God, Kyrie, like Kyrie, has no personality, but either does Princess Peach. Yeah. Kyrie used to have a personality. Just in a new game, they I, uh, they just didn't do anything with her. The first game, she was comatose for most of the game. And the second game, she was like, I gotta help them save my friends. And then she did what to do? I haven't played too much forever. She showed up at the world that never was and fought some Heartless and stuff and had her own fucking Keyblade and stuff. And yeah, and... In three, she's like, oh, I'm going to train so good. It's going to be great. She was in one battle, and then, yeah, that game <laughs> happened. God, Kyrie. Um, I don't know. Misty, Misty's hot. hot. Um, I, guess, I, I guess I'll fuck Misty, marry Princess Peach, and kill Kyrie. Didn't you just say Misty was, like, the youngest one? Why I, are you doing this to yourself? I am, I am saying that it's game version of Misty, who is a gym leader, which is okay. clearly she's an adult. She's still only like 14 in the games. No. <laughs> she's she's the, not she's, 18. She's an adult. Also, the, she's like, not. Also, oh, yeah. yeah, like, she shows up, she so shows up in sequels. 
Uh, so you would assume time <laughs> yeah, has passed. Although not in Pokemon, like yeah, the the way the sometimes. way Pokemon time works does oh, it. Don't worry. In the most recent one, she's twelve. The game. <laughs> yep. Don't worry. <laughs> Like but, I said, why are uh, you doing this to yourself? It, it, <laughs> are you saying it, are you saying in Let's Go or Sword and Shield? Uh, okay. I don't this know. says Whatever. in most sources, Misty is said to be ten to twelve, which fits her childlike build, resembling a small girl, <laughs> although she looks older in gold and silver, <laughs> having a short stature and not much female development. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, there are some differences, including oh, her outfit nice. and age 12 in the electric <laughs> tail of the Pikachu in the manga. <laughs> the question assumed that they were all legal age. Misty goes <laughs> through a dramatic works. appearance change yes, in the does. games, where in Generations 1 and 3, what, she looks I'll like she did in the anime. Like 10 years later. But yeah. in the Generations 2 and 4, she was noticeably aged by two years. So the oldest she's appeared in any given time is literally 12 years old. Bryce, you can't defend this. I like no this somebody <laughs> somebody actually did the math on like how old Ash should be based on all the yeah, shit he he's done. Yeah, he should be like in his thirties. <laughs> yeah, but like, like but okay, he's, he's had at least one <laughs> birthday. Not. Based on the information we know about how long it would take to get to these places, he should be about this old. <laughs> That's hilarious. But uh, he's not. Anyway, oh, and Misty is twelve. Well, either way, the the question asker has said that they're all legal uh, age in this question. Ah. Uh, I don't. I don't know why we can't Pass. use our imagination about fictional characters to Go say to that. Lastgeek.com for links to the podcast and all your favorite podcast services, including iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher, <laughs> as well as the video version on YouTube. If you like the show, please subscribe, rate, and review it on <laughs> iTunes and Stitcher. It helps us grow and become more powerful. Mm. Uh, I don't know why it still says give an extra review, but yeah, do it. Uh, just in case we didn't literally just talk about it. <laughs> uh, other Last Geek stuff you should check out. Uh, merch store exists. LastGeek.com slash merch. Uh, there's cool shirts. There's cool posters. There's cool blankets. They're all there. Um, <laughs> you Okay, we have some cool videos that just came out. The Monster Prom Part 1 is out for everybody. Uh, we did a Let's Play with me, Darian Beckers. We wore fancy clothes. Beckers wore her wedding dress. Uh, Darren <laughs> wore a bridesmaid dress and I just have a suit. I don't think I was wearing the pants Wait, for is it. This a real- oh my god, how yeah. do I not That's know what I like this? to hear. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, part one is out for everyone. Part two is out for the Patreons. Uh, Patreon.com slash lastgeek. Uh, or the other one will work eventually. Um, wow, you guys are looking fancy. This is great. Yeah, we, we we had just recorded the was it move or die video with you, Teddy, yep. and then we were like, oh, let's do the monster prom deal. Yeah, and I there knew was, that's when this happened. That's why yeah. I was surprised that you're like, yo, Beckers was in her wedding dress. I was like, she wasn't when we were doing yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> we were just like, oh, it'd be funny if we dressed up fancy, and they're like, you guys want to? So we all went and got that's dressed funny. up fancy. Um, yeah, so that's out. Uh, we have vlogs up from our Seattle and PAX West trip. I mean, it's the same trip, but there's one for just like pre pack stuff going to the uh, marina to the big, big tower that his name I don't remember Space Needle. 
uh, going to the Space Needle, and then there is a video for just uh, at PAX. Um, so those are dope. You should check those out. Um, and now we ask Darian, where can people uh, hear more from you? Twitch.tv forward slash Dexterity and Twitter.com forward slash Dexterity, D-E-X-T-E-R-I-D-E-E. Uh, YouTube.com slash Tejaneris. Where can people hear from you? <laughs> you can hear from it there. And also <laughs> at Twitch.tv slash Tejaneris and Twitter.com slash Tejaneris. And I've been using Instagram a little bit more. Um, so you can follow that. Um, yeah, I've only been streaming every now and then when I get the chance for fun. I'm still, I still have an idea for something that I'm trying to think if I want to actually do, but it would be really cool if I did it. So you'll see <laughs> if that, if that happens, if that happens, whoa, maybe something cool will happen. Whoa. Um, and wow. yeah, I played like Assassin's Creed 2. I forgot to mention that. Yeah, I played like AC2 on a stream for a couple hours <laughs> on like last weekend. So yeah, follow that. Uh, youtube.com slash last geek. I'm not sure I mentioned that's where the you know let's play and the vlogs are. It's on youtube.com slash last geek. Um, twitch.tv slash last geek plays. Uh, facebook.com slash last geek. Instagram.com slash last geek plays. And twitter.com slash last geek. And that's about it. Actually, so the day after this comes out, I will be at GalaxyCon in Minneapolis. I will be doing a uh, Game Mate Court panel that night. If you want to go meet some famous people, uh, I'll be I'll be getting my picture taken with Karen Gillan and Jonathan Frakes. Amelia Pond. Yep, Amy Amy Pond. Amelia. Okay. Uh, Just a little girl. That's what he uh, called her, Amelia. Yeah, it's uh, Amy, Amy, Amy Pond. It's a good and, show. Uh, it's going to be a dope Amelia, time, though. so uh, you should uh, consider going if you are in the area. Uh, but that brings us to the end of the episode. So we will see you again in two weeks. Goodbye. If you watch Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, it'll change your life.